0: Hey everyone, and I'm back. If you've heard my past episodes, then you know I like to start off with level setting. This is not a relationship advice podcast. This is more about humor and dating in my 40s and things that I've experienced. These podcasts will range from five to 10 minutes. Okay, first, can we point out that this is episode seven? (laughs) I can't believe it because I had jokingly said I was going to do this when I just saw all the craziness out there and all the ridiculous messages I was getting and all the almost psychotic interactions I was having with people. Um, but here we are, <laughs> seven weeks and three months of online dating. And it's like new content and information will never end. And... Even though it's technically been, I guess, what what did I say, seven weeks? So we're talking almost five months. I technically have only really been dating for about seven to eight weeks <laughs> because that's about when I started seriously being active. Um, so the last two episodes I did have really been focused around funny areas on pictures and messages that I've received. And today I wanted to talk about what I'm actually looking for. So oddly, uh, I think this will be one of the more difficult episodes for me to do. (laughs) Um, Where do I even start? Um, So one of my faults is that I usually, I would say I'm a bit more reserved and uh, unless I know for certain that certain things like feelings are reciprocated, I don't tend to overly share my, myself, right? Like I'm, I'm pretty sarcastic. I'm very open on my opinions of things, but it's very rare when people actually get to know something deeper about me because I am not usually one to share it unless I trust you. Right. Um, but no one knows me, (laughs) so or at least most people who listen to this don't know me. Um, so doing these podcasts really have been eye-opening and I'm not gonna say life-changing obviously it's only seven episodes but it has really kind of helped grow me into learning things about myself that I didn't even know okay first I want to let's talk about history here right When you look at the role of women through history, up until the last like 60 to 70 years, many women didn't go to college because it wasn't encouraged, it wasn't supported, it wasn't expected, right? And women didn't usually have jobs. Um, I mean, they did, right? But not like really well paying jobs and even if they did have jobs they were expected to quit working after getting married and having children to have a job as a woman past 60 to 70 years ago was rare well rarer than it is now and people were expected or women were expected to be stay-at-home moms Now, the problem with that, of course, is that when you're in that sort of relationship, the two forces or the two individuals can grow apart because everyone grows. And when you're in a relationship and you're nurturing that relationship, it's all about whether you're growing together or growing apart. And there are times where men could become abusive or grow to have dependencies to drugs or alcohol, but it was really looked down upon to leave, or for a woman to leave, and harder for her because she most likely wouldn't be financially independent. But today, most women are educated and have jobs and can support themselves, and statistically more women have received a higher education compared to men. Now, higher education or no, women today do expect the man to bring more balance into the relationship because they work and they strive to live their life and improve their life the way that they need to. And women, we expect men to respect us. We expect them to share the load with managing a house. There's no more that expectation that women are to stay home, cook, clean, take care of their children, or Or also work and still do all those things, right? It's expected to be equal now. Not everyone, obviously, but I feel for most modern women. Now, this perspective is really important because it leads to what I want. So, upfront, what attracts me to a man, first and foremost, has always been intelligence. I love a smart man. Sarcasm is also a very huge plus because if you haven't been able to tell, I am pretty freaking sarcastic. And a man who can converse on multiple topics, whether it's politics, economics, technology, finances, who's able to flirt, who is open-minded sexually, they're all very important. And sex is very important to me. Um I really love it <laughs> and I want I want it often. So someone who has a high sex drive is also something that I am seeking. Um, I also need a man who can keep up with me, who is witty, who doesn't let me get away with shit. And I don't mean like I'm intentionally being an asshole or something, but sometimes you need people to kind of keep you in check, (laughs) right? Uh, So I like it when a man calls me out on a behavior that maybe I need to rectify and not in a mean way. But in an illuminating way, so that I can see and understand and learn from it and become a better person. So here's the thing, right? I am smart, I am driven, I have plans on how I want to live my life and how I plan to retire. I also have respect for myself and how I expect to be treated. And let's be honest, I will also add in. In terms of appearances, I am not unattractive. Um, many people have told me I'm beautiful. I'm not saying I'm beautiful. I'm just saying that people have told me that, and I am telling you that I am not unattractive. Uh, I am looking for a long-term and serious relationship, which I think has been pretty clear in my podcast. Um, I also am not a huge fan of sharing, so I do expect the same in return. Um, I want to be spoiled, and I want to find someone who deserves to be spoiled by me. Um, My love language is acts of service, which means I like doing something unexpected and helpful or thoughtful for someone, and having that style returned back is also what makes me really happy, and I want to be with someone who understands my humor And who can take feedback and know I'm not providing it out of judgment, but I say it because I, I know they can be better or I, I know that I just, I know they can be better. Right. And of course, like I said, I want someone who can make me better. I want a partner and the key word there is want. I don't need one. I can support myself. I am financially independent. I'm independent in general, Um, if I'm horny I have toys or my hands or whatever I want someone who's gonna bring value to my life and who's romantic who can plan and take care of himself and be his own person out of our relationship I don't want one where we don't know what to do without each other I want to add value to his life, and I want him to look at me and think, my life is better because she's in it. And of course, on an extremely superficial level, <laughs> if you're familiar with the song Made You Look by Megan Trainer and you listen to the chorus, I want that am not going to sing it to you <laughs> because my singing is reserved for my child when I am reading to her at night but the reason that that is so important is because I want the man I'm with to think that I'm attractive whether I am decked out wearing a dress and heels or I'm wearing nothing but his t-shirt messy hair and all okay so this was a lot um but this was about what I wanted. And now that I'm feeling kind of shy and embarrassed for bearing my soul to you, I'm going to end this now. So next week we will talk about terminology that I, or more terminology rather that I have learned. And I look forward to chatting with you all again. So have a great week. Talk to you guys next week.